Welcome back to season three of the Human Experience Podcast, hosted by me, Kiara Marie. I am a functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner, functional nutritional therapy practitioner, and root cause protocol consultant. I'm here to share my human experience as well as have powerful conversations with the leaders in the health and wellness space. The Human Experience Podcast began because I truly believe our souls are here to experience a wide range of emotions, make mistakes, own our past traumas that led us to make them, and face our deepest fears in order to grow. The human experience is a conversation about self-development, conscious awareness, and normal human responses, and connecting emotional, mental, physical, and spiritual health. The human experience promises to deliver authenticity and diversity. The human experience community is a group of humans doing the work so they can live their lives to their fullest potential and are here to break intergenerational family patterns so generations to come can too. At The Human Experience, we're diving deep. Thanks so much for tuning in and enjoy the show. gents. I think I have some guys listening to the podcast. Um, well, whoever you are, thank you for joining me today on this lovely Tuesday. Not sure where you guys are, but it is actually really sunny. And for that, I'm grateful. I've been just dropping a lot into my body these past few days, literally days, not even weeks. And I'm always so taken back by how profound that experience can be. Sometimes it feels like just the deepest meditation or like a hallucinogenic trip. If you've ever done, um, any psychedelics, um, it just, sometimes you just don't even need that. Like when you go super deep inside of yourself, like you just have this wonderful experience. Um, So yeah, that's what I've been doing a lot of. And that's kind of what I'm going to touch on today at the end of this podcast episode. Something has been on my heart lately, especially as um, we continue to go into spring and summer and fall as the seasons change. Um, I think with each season comes growth and it's time to shed layers. It's time to see the light and feel that warmth. Um, So today I want to talk about the stories that we tell ourselves because as I've continued to grow, that has also welcomed new insecurities um, and that can be really stressful. And to be quite honest, it's, it's prevented me from tapping into that creativity that I know is so important for me in my practice and just being a human. Like I think when we talk about being creative, we're all creative, like human beings are creative, but I think a lot of us can be emotionally blocked from like trauma. Cyberbullying is trauma. And I think that even though like the extent to what I experienced was not nearly as bad as what others in this space have experienced. But I mean, like there are like, I don't want to say death threat that death threats, but there are people like I was kind of afraid for myself. Like people filling out applications and um, saying that they're going to make sure that I am um, I'm going to go bankrupt. And their number one mission in their life right now is to stop to spread my bullshit. And I'm like, what? Oh my god! Like this is really scary. Um, but anyway, I 
think that, and like, as my account has continued to grow, um, and also I've lost some followers because as I continue to share my truth, um, some people are like, yeah, never mind. She's not for me, (laughs) which is totally fine. Um, but that has also led me to just, it, it happened so quickly. So, what I'm trying to say is that with that growth, I've also started comparing myself to other practitioners in this space who are so incredible and so awesome that I've looked up to. And I'm like, I'm not as good as them. I, um, like they, they have more underneath, more experience underneath their belt. Um, what else? Uh, I'm not as smart as her. They have a better relationship. They have a better grip on life. I'm not as good looking as her. Like all of these things like do just come into mind and they have been more so lately. I'm not sharing this so that you guys feel pity for me or anything. I don't need, like, that's not what I'm looking for here. I just, I genuinely want to share my experience and help you guys better understand the narrative that we tell ourselves day in and day out and how much that impacts our physical being. Um, and this is something that I had to learn to overcome. And this is like a, it, it ebbs and flows, right? Like there are times in my life where I'm just feeling super confident and like the, yes, this feels good. Like everything is in alignment and then something will happen. I'll be like, Oh wait. And I'll tell you what I'm doing at the end. Cause I'm really excited, but I think it's important to one acknowledge these stories that are going on in our heads and not fall victim to these thoughts, because I think that's when we can spiral out and things can become um, really diseased inside of our bodies. So understanding that nothing is wrong with you um, and just becoming aware and knowing what you can do about them and knowing that there is a way out. Um, Because I know oftentimes, again, like I said, some people can spiral out and I've been there that's led to really bad anxiety for me, really bad depression. Um, and it's hard to get out of that vicious cycle. And sometimes you just got to hire someone. You got to work with someone, um, a therapist, a counselor, like there's no shame in that. Um, something that works for you to help you get out of this cycle. Um, neurofeedback, like there's so many things that you can do, but anyway, I'm going to get to it. So, there is a hidden mechanism that creates unhappiness and your difficulty to change habits, relationship issues, frustration, anger, and disappointment. And I think barely anyone is actually aware of this hidden mechanism, even though it's happening all of the time in all of us, because it's the stories that we tell ourselves. We do it all day long. And I don't, like it's just kind of like um an automation um, when we really think about it and we tell ourselves a story about what's happening in our lives about other people about ourselves and we call them stories um once you're aware of them and i mean I guess if you're not aware of them they would be considered thoughts and but um it's this it's this repetitive narrative that just we just can't seem to get out of our minds and that doesn't mean they're false or that doesn't mean that they aren't based on truth. It just means that we've constructed a narrative based off on our, based off our experiences and our perspective on the world around us and an interpretation of facts as we see them. 
they're not false, but not necessarily the entire truth. They're just one perspective. And when you take a step back and realize that, it's really fascinating. Um, and I think a lot of this we can kind of connect to like the preset nervous systems that were given at birth as well. Um, I know Josh and Jeannie Rubin have a lot more information on the nervous system. So if you haven't followed them on Instagram, give them a follow real at real food gangsters. Um, I think it's so important to pay attention, pay attention to the nervous system, because if we're constantly in, in that fight or flight state and we're not sure where the, where this narrative came from and we're not digging to the root of our trauma and we're actually not addressing it, then you can only really get so far in your health. Um, so that's why I think it's really important to pay attention to this aspect, this facet of health. Um, because I say this all the time, you're probably sick of it, but you cannot get far. You cannot get fully healed if you're just focusing on nutrition and supplementation and like, you know, following all the right things, because sometimes you don't need to be so rigid with your health. Like, I think that can be really obsessive and problematic and that can be really stressful. Anywho, so a different person could look at the same situation that you're experiencing and also tell a very different situation. I had this happen to myself over the summer, August, 2020. I was upset about something and I was explaining what I was upset about to this person who I love very dearly. And he was like, well, that's really funny that you interpreted it that way because I interpreted it as this. And I was like, oh, that's really interesting. So sometimes if you have a safe space with someone, you can definitely like share your experience and your thoughts that are going on in your head. And maybe they'll offer you a different perspective. And that just goes to show like there is not one way to see everything. <laughs> um, for example, you might have a story about how your boss is really supportive and praises you a lot, which means you're doing a good job and um, like your work environment and the story it makes you happy. Another person might look at the same situation and tell a story about how the work area is messy and people are always interrupting him and he's tired and the clients are rude and smelly. Um, the second example would be that you could be upset with your significant other because he or she was rude to you and didn't clean up her mess for the last few days. And another person might have the same experience, but they'll tell themselves a different story about how their spouse has been working hard at her job and has gone out of her way to cook a nice meal for you, um, or she or he, and is tired and needs some comforting. Or... You might have a story about how you keep procrastinating. You keep feeling at uh, being disciplined. You're never sticking to a workout routine. Like you're just really off track. Um, and another perspective might be that you have gotten some great things done despite being distracted and you've been passionate about learning something and that has taken priority over work tasks that you're dreading and you're tired and you need some rest before you can actually tackle these things, um, with an optimal amount of energy. Um, so each of these examples have very different stories and at the same time, um, they're at the, about the same situations and it's about which details you actually pay attention to and how you shape the narrative of those details. So now telling ourselves stories is natural. We do it all of the time, guys. And there's nothing wrong with it. I don't want you to judge yourself or beat yourself up because that is not the goal of the discussion that we're having today. 
but rather being aware of the stories that we tell ourselves. Um, we can't understand how they shape our happiness and relationships, moods, and more. So first things first, becoming aware. I always like to tell my clients that it's about progress, not perfection. If you're aware, you've already made um, a bulk of the progress and you've, you've defeated a majority of the battle. So throughout the day, you're telling yourself stories about what's going on and how other people are to do what they're supposed to do, about how good or bad you are at things. And my challenge to you is today, guys, is to start to notice about what you're telling yourself about everything. Get a list out. What are the most important things to you? What do you feel about yourself? How, like, what are you, what is your belief and how do you want to change that about yourself? And it's important to be aware of what these stories are and how they're affecting your happiness too. So kind of correlate it to your happiness. How is your job affecting your happiness? How good you are or bad you are at your job and how that's impacting your happiness. Is it your job? Is it your performance? Is it the people at work? Like really get detailed. Um, And if a story is making you happy and you're aware of that, then great. Um, And if you're not aware of it, it's not such a big problem, but if it's making you happy and what happens if the story starts to make you make you unhappy in your life, then if you're not aware, you have difficulties. So start to become aware of your stories, good and bad, and notice them throughout the day. And notice when you are getting stuck in the story. If you're spinning it around and around in your head, so-and-so shouldn't have done this and on and on and making you feel frustrated and unhappy with the person. And remember, I want you to understand this is all a part of the human experience. Um, never to deny any emotion that you are experiencing that's coming in out of your head. Um, I think emotions want to arise because they want to be released. So again, I'll share what we can do at the end of the episode in order to do that. Um, so when we get hooked on a story, it's hard to break away of it, with it. Um, it's almost like your your body wants to be attached to the ego. And I feel like all of these stories are connected to our egos. Um, and remember, ego is not there to be bad. Um, I think it just has a hard time being ripped away from consciousness sometimes. And I think that the ego is there to protect you. So figure out what you're trying to protect yourself from. And again, becoming aware of being hooked is the most important step. So what can we do if we're hooked on a story? It can be very difficult to break out of that trap. And I know this because it happens to me all of the time. I see the story that I'm telling myself, but it seems so real and solid that I just can't let it go. So the first thing you can do is one, regard it as a dream. That doesn't mean it's false. It just means that it's not so tangible. It's not so solid. It just means um, that it's something that you're playing out in your head, just like a dream, and with very real emotional results. Because I'm not sure if you guys have ever had like really intense, vivid dreams, but like that can just make you feel some type of way. <laughs> like I wake up with some really crazy dreams that I've had overnight. I'm like, wow, like that was crazy. Like just imagine if like, that would be that would be weird or that would be wild or that would be sad or that would be, that would make me angry. Um, so see it as a dream, not solid and see if you can come out of the dream of to the physical reality of the world around you in that moment. Like ask yourself, 
What sensations are you, are you experiencing right now as opposed to in this dream? So like, for example, if I'm angry in my dream, like what am I actually feeling right now? Um, kind of thing. Like what bodily sensations am I experiencing? Like what's real? What's physical? Um, the next thing you can do is not act on the story. I always tell like my friends and family about this. Um, respond and don't react. Even if you're like caught up in it, that doesn't mean you have to lash out at someone or run away to distraction or comfort. Just sit with it. Sit with it for a second and notice how it's making you feel. Notice the physical sensations in your body and notice that you're caught up, but don't act. Just stay with your awareness. And I know this is so uncomfortable, literally sitting in your discomfort. I had to do this at the beginning of the pandemic and I was just like, oh my gosh, this is the worst. Um, But that is how you go past your physical limitations, guys. That's how the magic happens. Like stepping outside of that comfort zone into discomfort. It's not fine, but you get to learn so much about yourself and you walk away with so much knowledge and wisdom. And you're like proud of yourself too. Like I did that. That was really hard. That was such a challenge. And I actually did something that made me uncomfortable, but also I was still safe enough. So there's also another way of being where you don't cling on to the stories, but instead drop below them or are just aware of the moment as it is without judgment, preconceptions, or interpretations, or just trying to figure it all out. Because I think that's what our human minds like to do. We like to make sense of everything. But sometimes, you guys, I have been through experience after experience, and sometimes that shit just don't make no sense. It really doesn't. Like, I, um, I, I think if we had an answer for everything, I don't think there would be so much chaos in the world. Um, and that's just my perspective. (laughs) If you have another, feel free to share, but these stories will come up and, um, you can notice them and not get cut up, or you can do the opposite and kind of, you know, just imagine that for a second. If you do get caught up, notice that. And don't hold so tightly to it. Coming back to the present moment. And I like to also bring this into the equation. But this just made me think of a relationship. If I love someone, I can learn to admire them and not attach to them. And that's been a practice like day in and day out. Like not attaching to a person. Because me coming from an anxious attachment uh, type tendency... It can be really easy for me to do that, but learning to just freaking love the presence of the person I'm with and just admiring that, admiring that feeling that they bring to the relationship, noticing how I feel and just really enjoying it instead of attaching to the person. So same thing with the, you know, whatever it is that you're trying to let go of the story that you're telling to yourself. An example of this could be like, I could never live it without so-and-so. Really? I used to tell myself all the time that I couldn't live without so-and-so, but the more I told myself that, the more my body actually could do that. Like it was, it was um, kind of like I was programming it. You can't live without so-and-so. You need so-and-so. You must attach to so-and-so. Um, so I think it's the same thing can be done for a story that you're you're doing here, like whatever it is. Um, I think I just relate it best to like relationships because that's what I've I think I've I've struggled with the most. Um, 
And that has played out in so many ways, so many friendships, so many just significant others, um, not so many, <laughs> but you get the point. Um, and that has affected a lot of my life, whether it's work, whether it's family, whether it's just like decisions about myself. Um, the stories we tell ourselves are going to manifest. If I tell myself I can't live without so-and-so, I'm not going to be able to live without so-and-so. But if I tell myself my body's in balance, my body's in balance, my body's in balance, my body will feel imbalanced over time. Maybe not that day, but the more I believe it, the more I see it, the more I feel it. Um, but this is a really advanced skill and most of us can't stay in this mode of being for very long. So for now, just focus on the awareness of your story regarding it as a dream and not acting on the story as we normally would. And like I said, this is a pretty advanced skill. So I don't want you to think this is happening overnight. Um, I have been on my journey of self-healing and just like spiritual, uh, connection to myself and the world and nature and so many things. Um, since 2016. And there are still moments where I'm just like, darn, um, I wish I had done this instead. Again, guys, it's not about perfection. It's about progress. And being aware of it is alone such a big win. And I want you to like just give yourself a little pat on the back right now, wherever you are, because I know you have had to overcome something, even if you didn't do it perfectly. Amen. Like you did it. Um, so anyway, in this way, you'll be less caught up in whatever is causing you unhappiness and frustration and more present in the current moment. Um, so some of the, like I was telling you at the beginning of the episode, some of the things that have come up for me are more insecurities. Again, comparing myself to other practitioners, maybe I'm not as good looking as someone else. Maybe I'm not as smart as someone else. And maybe they have a better relationship and they have a better grip on life. And gosh, I wish I could just reach their, their level of being and presence and spirituality. And like, gosh, they seem to have it all figured out. I've like fallen into the comparison trap. And again, I have made so much progress already because I am aware of it. And that is awesome. So here I am. I don't know if you can hear it, but I'm giving myself a pat on the back. So first and foremost, I know where this is stemming from. If you don't know where this is stemming from, find out where this is stemming from. I, nine times out of 10, this will come back to your childhood and how you were raised, the patterns you saw, the way your parents interacted, the way people around you interacted, um, what you were told, how you were spoken to, like all of these things really like get to know yourself. Um, I kind of like fell into this rabbit hole of mom, dad, like tell me about my childhood, um, for the past two years. And I've read so many trauma related books and, um, it's, it's such an important piece of the puzzle. I feel like so many of us, there's not one person who is leaving this earth unscathed. We've all experienced trauma in some way, shape or form. And it's important to know it be friends with it. Like just become friends with your trauma and say, Hey, past self, I got you. I'm going to take care of you. I see you. I feel you. And I'm going to make sure that we're breaking this pattern for generations to come. And not that they won't experience their own trauma, but at least you can break the pattern of whatever has been going on in your life and making sure that your children and their children don't experience the same pattern. And making sure that they're well-equipped for 
for whatever comes their way. Because there are things that I've learned as a 28-year-old woman that I wish that I had been given when I was a child. But I say that lightly because, again, how I was raised was no one's fault. And this, I again, I say this all the time. I had a beautiful childhood, okay? But there are things that have led me to, um, you know, behave in a certain, certain way, get into relationships in a certain way, like things like that. Um, and I think that uh, it's just really important to to know your, where you're coming from, know your roots, um, and have those conversations, even if they're uncomfortable. And then getting yourself out of the cycle. Um, again, I do that by reading books. I meditate, I breathe, I shake, I dance, I go on walks by myself and I will just have a conversation by myself about something that's like, building up in me or just like has been on my mind lately. Um, and then most importantly, like I think those grounding practices, those stillness practices are awesome, but I think there are still so many stored emotions in my tissues that need to come out and be cleared. So one of the things that I'm doing, and I'm so excited. My, um, good friend, Jessica Ash is, um, has introduced me to someone. Her name is Dee Dee Moore. And I believe we've learned about her through the root cause protocol. She is an EFT practitioner. I had a free EFT tapping call with her and I will be working with her for the next three months because on the first call immediately, I, you know, I brought up something that was negatively charged for me and it was an eight on a scale of one to 10. And after like two, three minutes of tapping, that charge went down to a four. And immediately as we started tapping, I started crying. Like I know there are so many emotions that I've thought to have healed and I've come a long way. But I think that that is the core root of like my insecurities and my uh, comparison trap and you know things that are holding me back from stepping into my highest power, my highest self so that these things don't bother me anymore. Like, gosh, those things are so stressful. Um, and those can manifest physically. For me, my digestion has been off a little bit. And I also think that's because of my need to perform and being super high stress, fight or flight, go, 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 needing to serve my clients, needing to serve myself, needing to please my family. People pleasing is a whole other trauma for me. Um, and I want to let go of all that, guys. I'm ready to let go of this story. And I want to just see what the heck this 28-year-old version of myself will look like. And, oh, there couldn't be a better birthday gift to myself than just investing myself, being committed to myself. I can't remember the last time I did this. I mean, I did it with my business coach. I did it with my functional medicine practitioner, but that was a long time ago. So I am so excited to just do something like this. And the way I like, I, I sat on it because I was like, this is a big chunk of money. Um, I don't know if I want to do it, but at the same time, I really, really, really want to clear these emotions. And I really just want to just be done. Like I, I I'm done. I'm done just putting band-aids on this. So, um, I journaled and I sat with it at night and I was like, okay, after I finished that journal page, I was like, I'm going to do it because I said, 
if I can buy myself a phone, if I can buy myself clothes, if I can go on this vacation, I can work on myself. I can make that investment to work myself so I can show up better for myself. I can show up better for my family, show up better for my loved ones and friends so I can get myself out of this vicious cycle on top of those grounding rituals the meditations, the breath work, the, the movement, the, um, the dancing, Oh, the dancing has been really game changer for me lately. Like not dancing to like for like to how I, to see how I look um, and not dancing around friends or family, although I do do that, but dancing for myself, the door closed, blasting music, shaking out whatever energy wants to come out. If it's sad music, I will be sad. Or like what I'm trying to say is if I'm experiencing a sad emotion, I will turn on sad music and I will just let myself cry. If I, although I haven't done that in a really long time because I've been so happy. Um, and if I'm happy, I will put on a happy song and I will just continue to allow that abundance to come and come to fruition and welcome it more into my life and say gratitude for all of the abundance that come, has come my way. Because I know if I don't think it like there, that'll just kind of stop flowing, but abundance in so many ways, whether it's new clients, new friends, like all of it, like we are just so underestimating of our power, our potential, and how we can attract beautiful things into your life, our lives. So I hope you can feel my energy through this podcast episode because I so badly want you to experience this too. So if you guys have any questions about anything I'm doing, please let me know. Um, and it would be so awesome for you guys to um, rate my podcast and review it if you felt this was um a really good episode for you, or you just really enjoyed the podcast episodes and guests that have been on the human experience. It would mean so, so much to me if you left a five-star review or rating, um, so that others can hear my voice too. But thank you guys so much for listening until next time. Thanks for listening to another episode of the human experience podcast. I always appreciate your love via Instagram DM. So feel free to take a screenshot if you're listening and be sure to tag me on Instagram. And of course, if you feel called to, I would love, I'd love to see you leave a five-star rating and review so that others can hear my voice too. Until next time. I wanted to take a brief moment to chat about the relaunch of The Nourished Method, which is my very own signature course that is 12 weeks long and it's going to look, look a little bit different this time around. So if you were with me last year, I launched The Nourished Method for the first time ever. Thanks so much to the women who joined and gave me incredible feedback for this round so that things can be new and improved. Things are going to look a little bit different. No weekly calls. Um, I feel like a lot of the women got a lot of the answers that they needed from the course and just communicating with me via Messenger and the Facebook community. So that's exactly what we're gonna do this time around. We're gonna have a private Facebook community where all your questions and concerns are gonna be answered. I'll be in there every single day, so it's really no different. Um, the course will be dropped all at once. All 12 weeks of modules will be dropped all at once. You'll have the knowledge, wisdom, and tools that I have literally in this course. Um, you'll get trackers, um, meal plans, uh, supplement guides, um, 
grocery guides, literally so many things, checklists, like the whole nine yards, guys. I'm not gonna leave you out in the dark. I want you to succeed. I'm also teaming up, teaming up with some really awesome women in the field when it comes to movement and meal plans. You'll get set up with that. You'll get the whole works. Um, I'm really excited for this round, you guys. And the early bird special starting on February the 4th is $297, paying full. There's also a payment plan option for that. And the price will go up at the end of the week of the 4th um, to $4.97. So be sure to sign up early and let me know if you have any questions on Instagram.